Is this the year where we finally hear some news? Let's find out together. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Hello and welcome to a new year of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a roast into look back at our favourite GTA games, while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowls and asking, please Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host Gareth, and with me each week is the turkey to my leftovers, the new year to my resolution, the already broken to my resolution, it's co-host Gary. Happy New Year everyone! Hope you all had a fantastic Christmas and a fantastic New Year, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's make 2022 um, a great year. Yes, let's do it. the year yeah. of Grand Theft Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to come down to. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, uh, feeling refreshed, feeling um, feeling good, feeling ready for this uh, for this next year, and uh, looking forward to talking about some games again, as always. Yeah. Yes, me too. It's been it's been quite a while. It's been three weeks, four weeks, really, since we've actually caught up and talked. Yeah, yeah. Like we've messaged each other back and forth, but like yeah. we haven't actually done this for about like three or four weeks. So yeah, it's it's nice. It's good to be back and doing this. It is. It is. And. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of messages of, um, hey, how do I get all those free games on the Switch? Uh, <laughs> Santa was good glad enough it, to bring me the Switch. Glad, it, glad, I could help, glad I could help you out with that. But yeah, no, I um, I got the, uh, I bought myself the expansion pack for the Switch Online so I could play the N64 games and, yeah. the, and the Mega Drive games as well. So, it's so yeah. good. Great. I'd, it's it's really, just great. <laughs> it is, it is just great. I mean, I'd say objectively, like an Xbox One S or whatever it is now or a PS5 is, is like a, a quote-unquote better console. Yeah, but yeah. Show me a console where you can play a, a, a theoretically any any game of its of its genre, any Nintendo game, where you yeah, can yeah. just pick it up and have the same experience on the bus than you can yeah, yeah. sitting in your living room on the telly. I think yeah. it's utterly genius. I love it it's so such much. A, it's such a quirky console and I love it. Like, um, like as soon as I first saw like the adverts for the Switch and stuff like that, I was just like, "Oh, this is this is actually a game changer. This is this is cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. And it's again, we, we've spoken before where Nintendo didn't necessarily stick in in the console wars or anything like that, but they did kind of change the face of gaming with the Wii. Uh, I think, well, the N sixty four. Every single time they've done it, really, they've they've come up yeah, with something definitely. that's 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 changed gaming in some way. And and this one yeah, again. Yeah, it's outside the box. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, like when um, like consoles like your Xbox, like your Playstations, are going towards the more kind of PC architecture kind of yep. online stores, digital everything and stuff like that. Whereas Nintendo just do their own thing, and yeah. it's amazing. It is. It is. It's it's made me fall in love with with gaming again. Uh, definitely with Nintendo again. I went straight yeah. back. I played one of my top ten games of all time, Donkey Kong Country. Um, nice. And what I've realised as well is old games were hard. I remember. Yes, I remember getting through those games like straight away. But I'm using there's like a a, a rewind function that I found yeah. on the the console emulations, and I am rinsing the shit out of that right now. <laughs> rinsing it out of the rewind in the save states. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So, but insanely good fun, and the fact that I could just go to bed and play exactly the same thing as yeah. uh, as when I'm I, like I say when I'm on the on the telly or something at home. Just, just brilliant. Yeah. So, well done, Nintendo. Thank you very much, Santa, for that one. Um, awesome. That uh, that's kept me occupied. Maybe that was mm-hmm. the plan. Yeah. Maybe that's what my Santa was wanting. <laughs> 
Operation Keeping uh, Quiet. Yeah, Operation Keeping Quiet. Uh, excellent. Uh, speaking of games, it's been a while since we've talked about some of our choices, and uh, we're getting into the nitty gritty now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take us through your list so far. Build us up to your your second favorite game of all time. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh I'm great. Uh, oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I just said I'm great. Why am I great? I'm not great. <laughs> no, but no, I'm a, no. I'm, oh, thanks. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited because uh, yeah, I get to talk about some uh, like the next two games on my list are like i'm really excited to talk about these games but right. yeah let's let's do this in a uh, old uk top 40 uh <laughs> <laughs> styling and then number 10 was tekken 3 <laughs> number nine was crash bandicoot 2 the wrath of cortex number eight was red dead redemption number seven was shadow of the colossus Number six was Silent Hill 2. Number five was GTA 3. Number four was Kingdom Hearts 1. And number three was The Last of Us. Big discussion on The Last of Us. Oh, and a huge discussion on The Last of Us. And and so am I going straight into it? (laughs) I I think that's the only way of introducing... Okay. Your number two favorite game in the, uh, of all time. Okay, and number two is... <laughs> no, I'll talk about it first uh, before I reveal. <laughs> okay, so um, my number two game is a game that fits all the criteria that we've said over these past um, maybe three or four entries. And ever since Michael came on and said it's like, um, has to feel nostalgic, you have to have replay value as an adult. Yep. And um, what was the other criteria again? I think it was just, I mean, those were the two men. I think it was just fun. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. It has, it has to be, has to be fun, has to be uh, like full of nostalgia, and it has to have replayability as an adult. Yep. And um, this game is part of my favorite franchise of all time and it is objectively the best entry it is the greatest sequel i think has ever been done and its original incarnation is absolutely something else Mm -hmm. i didn't think it could be topped but then they remade it and it's almost as good and i think i have to talk about both of them oh so so a joint entry here. Um, this series is my favorite series of gaming, uh, like hands down. Uh, I've stuck with it for years and years and years. Uh, but it's n- but my number one game is not part of that series. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, so, this is interesting. Okay, okay I'm dancing. I'm dancing about it so much. So my number two entry is the greatest sequel I think has ever been made and ever will be made, and that is Resident Evil Two. Fantastic. Yes. Absolutely so, fantastic. Oh my days. Where to start with this game? <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got into Resident Evil. My uh, my dad bought the first Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would sort of peek around the corner and watch him play the first Resident Evil. And I like I was scared of it. It like it had jump scares, it had zombies, it had demon dogs, it had all these kind of things. But there was something about it that I just could not like get away from and like I wanted to see more and I wanted to play more so um I conquered my fear one time my dad let me play it by myself and um 
Like, there were so many times that I picked up the game and just dropped it, and I was like, no, 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 I can't play, I can't play, I can't play. But then picked it up and, like, uh, tried to conquer my fear with it. And I d- eventually did beat it. And, I like, at the end, I don't think I've ever had a game that's, like, gave me such an, like, a feeling of accomplishment by completing it. Yep. It's like conquering my fear and mastering the game and mastering the mechanics. So I was like, oh, I'm all in with the series. And then just around the corner, I think uh, Resident Evil 2 just came out and mm-hmm. it was in 1998. And uh, my dad managed to get that as well. And um, yeah, this game came on two discs. Nice. Yeah, the old two-disker. <laughs> the old two-disker. But each disc had... Um, each disc had... It was for a, like a set character. So you had your two main characters, which are Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield. And Clay Redfield is the sister of Chris Redfield, who was the main protagonist in the first game. Mm-hmm. And Leon's just a rookie cop. So you have these two discs. So um, you can pick which character you want to play as and stuff like that. And basically it takes everything from the original that's all enclosed in this like secluded mansion uh, and just amps up the action, puts mm-hmm. it in right in the middle of the city, right in the middle of the outbreak and uh yeah the start is uh amazing like the fact that like leon and claire meet up they decide to go to the police station because they think it'll be safer and then they get split up in separate ways by this massive exploding uh, tanker in mm-hmm. the middle of uh of the road and uh and then uh so whichever character you choose to go uh you play the first scenario and basically you just get chucked right in the middle of the streets of raccoon city it's like run just run. <laughs> so you're dodging zombies left, right, and center, and uh, yeah, you finally get to the yeah, you finally get to the police station, and the police station almost acts as like the kind of the mansion from the first game, but okay. uh, a bit more streamlined and stuff like that. There's like new enemies that are introduced. They introduce the liquors, which are like an iconic enemy in Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, a uh, like. It's really, really hard to talk about this game and how much I love this game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll like I'll I'll, I'll, break, I'll break Resident Evil down. So uh, Resident Evil survival horror and yes. the elements of survival horror, which I feel like I gravitate towards, is um, inf- uh, inventory management. Yep. and uh, managing your resources and mm-hmm. um, the style of controls and the. Uh, the camera angles and stuff like that that you have. Yep. So it, it's, it's, you play as, well, it has tank controls and tank controls c- can be, basically your character pivots on a spot yep. and you push forward and your character will go forward in yep. whatever direction and stuff like that. But the camera am- angles are fixed and this is uh, something that is uh, like absolutely blew my mind when I was younger was yeah, the yeah. fact that like these backgrounds are all pre-rendered digital images yeah, totally. And they stick the 3D character models on top of that. But uh, it gives the character models, like, you can have so much more detail in the character models because you don't mm-hmm. need to focus on the environments. But, like, each of these pre-rendered backgrounds are, like, just like paintings. They're so beautiful and well done. Yeah. And it makes these games age so well. Like, surprisingly mm-hmm. well. Um, but, yeah, uh, with the... With those camera angles, uh, they, you c- they can control, like, the... F- like the scares and the fear and everything like that. They can have enemies hiding just outside of shot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's just so many like 
little tactics and so many kind of like systems in this game that um reward you for careful play and managing your resources and stuff like that if you are just wasting your bullets left right and center you're not going to have anything for a boss that's coming yep. up and stuff like that and uh you have to be very uh specific on which like enemies you do kill like if it's an yeah, area yeah. that you're constantly going through then um, you might want to take out most of the enemies that are in there because it's a high traffic area. Mm-hmm. But if there's an area that you're only going to go to maybe once or twice that has a few zombies in it, just dodge around it. <laughs> Sorry, this is it. But it's, yeah, it, it's great in the way that it makes you makes you tactically think about what's going on yeah. in the world and not just yeah. get in there. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just it's a like like and. Oh, it's so hard. It's really, really hard to talk about this because, like, I almost make it sound boring, but it's really not. No. In terms of, <laughs> in terms of the fact that, like, um, like the puzzles in the games and stuff like that, like they're not like absolute brain teasers and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. it's it's one of the main reasons. Like, I love like uh, I love escape rooms and stuff like that. It's yeah, like okay. it, ha- it has that same kind of mentality that you sometimes have to think a little bit outside the box to solve mm-hmm. these puzzles. Mm-hmm. And that obviously gets your progression up as well. You need different keys to open different doors. Uh, you need to like have like get three doohickeys to stick in a wall to get yep. through this door. You need to find music notes to play like a piece of music that will open a secret trap and stuff like that. It's just yeah, yeah. like, it's so, it's so crazy and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, the first Resident Evil, like it's, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for like the worst voice acting ever. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. It is. But there's something very endearing and very like it's B it is supposed to be like a B movie. Yes. Like well, a, this is a horror a horror B movie. And like that's the one thing I love about the early resis is in, like how campy they are and how yeah. like silly and over the top and everything like that with but feeling grounded in that world. Yeah. Whereas like the later entries when they go a bit more action and college UES kind of stuff then it just feels a little bit out of place sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah uh, but yeah Resident Evil 2 um, the the main thing that I love about this game and like I said is replayability as an adult yeah. so once you know your way around this game you can get it done like I've speed run this I've speed ran this game in uh, under two hours oh wow yeah um, like I, it's nowhere near like the world record or anything like that but um but yeah like uh, once you know what you're doing like it becomes very easy and um mm-hmm. but the main thing about this game like i said it has the two discs the two characters yeah. but the absolute like icing on the cake like this is just amazing it like just blows my mind out how awesome this is is the fact at the start i said there's something that splits up the characters in two different directions yeah yeah so um so you so let's say you start off with leon and you go left at the start like it it automatically throws you that way yeah that's the character's a scenario if right, you okay. finish their A scenario, you get the other character's B scenario. And the B oh. scenario is the other direction. So you, you see you see the game from a completely different point of view mm-hmm. in the second scenario. Like both characters have an A scenario which goes left and they kind of play out the same way. Like each character's got like different bosses and different characters that they come across during the game, but it's um but um like so Leon's A scenario will run parallel to Claire's B scenario. Okay. So events match up and events yep. uh, like happen. And, and trans- yeah. So where you cross over with 
uh, Claire in Leon scenario will happen in Claire's point at roughly the same point where's where it should be. Uh, and yeah, like you have to complete both scenarios for each character in order to see the true and the final ending of the game as well. Very cool. It's very very cool. So you essentially have four times the game that's but clever. that's 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 not all <laughs> <laughs> that's not all because in some versions of resident evil 2 you have battle mode and battle mode was ju- was just it was almost like a precursor to um mercenaries mode mm-hmm. and uh, that was basically just a time attack like you get from one area of the map area to the map to the other kill as many enemies as you can you get like time off for killing like chains of enemies and stuff okay. uh you also have uh fourth survivor which is another time tack thing which is uh based on an umbrella uh, mercenary called hunk oh. and he's like infamous in resident evil being like uh, the grim reaper and he's just so badass and everything like that and you've just got to get one end of the map to the other, kill things. But then that's not all as well. You get uh, <laughs> you get to play as tofu a piece of tofu and it's <laughs> and it basically it's the force survivor uh, thing with hunk but it's a piece of tofu and they used that for collision detection but they decided to make him a character oh brilliant <laughs> yeah so uh like when you get bitten by a zombie is tofu like you get like more red like the whole <laughs> That's it's, amazing. it's bizarre and it's amazing like it's amazing and like this game like i i play through this game like at least once or twice a year and i like i do like a full can like a full playthrough of like each character's a scenario and b scenario and like i never get bored of it absolutely never get bored of it there's so many high points in this game in terms of like what it adds to the story like you get a bit more background about like how the virus was created what this new mm-hmm. virus does uh there's uh the scientist that creates a like a brand new virus called the G virus that infe- uh, like infects people with embryos, and mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a massive alligator in the in the sewers, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like every single like like the the soundtrack's amazing. Just the setting of the police station, going to the sewers, and then after the sewers, going down to the labs and everything like mm-hmm. that. Everything just flows so well, and it, it's paced perfectly, and. Like at the end of it, like you just want to dive back straight back into it. Uh, and yeah, if gun to my head, if I was to say which one is better, the original or the remake, I would say the original. But yep. the remake of Resident Evil 2 is so damn close. So damn That's close. Impressive. That's yeah. good. Yeah. They take everything, like it's, it's a weird kind of remake in terms of. Like, it's not a straight one-to-one remake in terms of, like, how they remade the original Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have the fixed camera angles or anything like that. It's over the shoulder, okay. uh, but it is pure survival horror. It takes... Um, the police station's designed a bit differently. There's, okay. like, different interactions and stuff like that. There's... Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the same story beats happen. Uh, the only downside I'd say to the remake is that the b scenario isn't as good because basically it's almost like an arranged mode so they take they have a different start and a different end but like the middle of it is just the same with a few like items and enemy placements different yeah all that kind of thing but uh, what they managed to achieve with that remake is just absolutely stunning that's impressive it's 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 incredible and uh like if um yeah if i sometimes just want to go back for a quick game or something like that i will chuck on uh resident evil 2 
uh, the remake just because it's so pretty and it plays so well and yeah it just yeah it's still like it feels like a 2019 game but it has all the mentality and everything like that of the original it keeps the spirit of the original like just so well and oh man i love this game i love this series <laughs> it's uh, as batshit crazy as resident evil is as campy as it is as um as yeah just as ridiculous as it is like there's just something endearing about this series that has kept me coming back to it and uh yeah i love i love everything i love the good i love the bad and uh yeah it's just it's my favorite franchise i love it man yeah that's it's 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 amazing hearing that something can be remade differently yeah but still hold its charm and still yeah. give you a different a different experience yeah. the same thing imagine that yeah it, Th- it, that's it's that's the thing yeah it just feels fresh it feels absolutely fresh it's they kind of almost the same vein as like playing the original final fantasy 7 and playing the remake of 7 um okay. it's 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 that feeling again like i uh, i think if the they remade Final Fantasy VII like as a one-to-one remake and stuff like that. It would be okay, but I think yeah, because yeah, they yeah. do something, they're doing something different with it. It's uh, it feels fresh. It feels really good. It feels like yeah. It's a, again, it feels like a twenty twenty game, but with ah. the spirit of the original and um, like uh, not to. I, I am really not dismissing the. The Resident Evil One remake because I still think that is like objectively that is the best Resident Evil. Ooh. Yeah, objectively I would say that Resident Evil One remake is the best Resident Evil because it, it just takes the original. Uh, it is just a very prettier version of that, but they add so much to it that is like it's not intrusive. They add like a whole subplot about the the architect's daughter getting experimented on, and she's like a main boss in the game and stuff like that, yeah. and uh, like. Um, yeah, it's like it's just it's superb, absolutely superb. But uh, the way that they remake the second game, like, is just it's a beautiful like kind of reimagining of Resident Evil Two. And um, yeah, I couldn't put that game down until I platinumed it. And yeah, uh, so I'm kind of cheating, but at the same time, it is it's Resident Evil Two as a whole. I would say is my I think that's fine is my number two game. Of all that's time. I think that's extremely unique. It's a fantastic choice because name one person or one thing that's been remade or enhanced in some way, shape, or form that somebody will go, you know what, that different version of it is is better than the original or up there with the original and and adds longevity and, and replayability to mm-hmm. to it. That's that's great. I've never heard of that before, and I don't think yeah I'll ever hear of it again. Not in my not in my lifetime. Yeah, um, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh man! Oh jeez! Uh, yeah, <laughs> <That's ace. laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go boot up my PlayStation and play Resident Evil Two. Yeah, just go blast through it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just do a speed That's run so tonight. Cool. I'll be fine. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, just get. I don't need system. to work. <laughs> nah, who needs jobs? Who needs jobs? Who needs jobs? Right, sir. So your uh, your rundown: ten to three. Ten to three. Yeah. Starting with. Ten. Bioshock, Nine. Portal, Eight. Dead Space, Seven. Donkey Kong Country, Six. Metal Gear Solid 5, Five. Mario Kart, Four. Alien vs. Pro Protector, Contra, Three. and Super Mario World. So we're down to number two here. Yeah. And this is a game that takes all the boxes. Um, this is a game that, interestingly, as you were talking, I'm going top down. 
Okay. But I'm going in the opposite. There's a couple of things you said, and I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the opposite of the for this game. But it's it's actually there's a, there's a big overlap between these two. Okay. Um, this is a game that again, as so many of my games have, they've either been introduced or my first experience of them was with friends, mm-hmm. um, which is probably a huge part of of why I love these love these games so much. Yeah. Um, it's an older game. Of course. My love of it started from a demo disc. Ooh, a demo disc. That's right, in which we played the first level 15 billion times okay. before actually getting the game. Um, okay. It's a game that was part of a an exchange with a friend of mine who uh, he was like, oh, you, you really need to play Metal Gear Solid. You really need to play Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll play Metal Gear if you play this game. And one night, rather than actually do it, I just went, I got up, put on the disc, put the controller in his hand and went, go. And again, by the end of the first level, we were he was absolutely hooked. And I just sat and watched him play the whole game. And then he he gave me Metal Gear Solid and he, he sat and watched me play this whole game. This is a PS2 era game. Oh, PS2 era game. Okay. Yep. It spawned a huge franchise mm. across many years in consoles. Okay. This is none other than the very original God of War. Oh, nicely done, sir. So many things that you were talking about, like especially with, uh, do I take this enemy out? Do I not take this enemy out? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking, oh, my game, every enemy has to die. Oh, in yeah. In the most gruesome, <laughs> s- spinny, slicey, pull-apart <laughs> way that you possibly can. Yes. This is uh, an amazing game. This is worth finding a PS2 and buying a copy of God of War and sitting down and playing all the way through it because yeah. it's about well, nine hours long. Yeah, or get a PS3 and get the HD version of it. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get the... Oh, fuck, I might have to get the PS3. I got uh, it. The, <laughs> I got it. Have you? Have yeah. you got it? Yeah. Um, this is a game that, that during the, the, the... You know, it came, well, like I say, it came with a demo disc. This was something that a magazine or the printernet, uh, <laughs> as you may, you may want to think of it, um, used to put a shiny disc on the front and it had little snippets of games on it. I play. freaking love demo discs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Like, I had so many of the official PlayStation magazines with, like, yeah, yeah. the original demo discs and stuff like that. And then when the PS2 came out, I, I got a few of them as well. Not as nearly as much, but, uh, yeah. Like, I found some of my absolute favorite games through those demo mm-hmm. discs mm-hmm. as well. And, yeah, it was so cool. Like, it was so cool. Sometimes they would shoot themselves in the foot, because I remember playing, like, FIFA Street, mm-hmm. uh, and it was two-player, so you could just play. I mean, we weren't, you know, me and friends weren't super fussed about unlocking every team and all yeah. that stuff, but you could have great fun just yeah. playing demos exactly uh, with your mates. It was yeah. absolutely great. Yeah. Absolutely great. Um, so we found this on a, on a demo where you could play, I think it was the first half of the level, maybe, but you would start off a little bit of a, a cutscene, and I don't think they told you the, the entire story, I'm so sure. let me tell you about it now. And yeah. it's, 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 again, this is a wonderful... Not kind of overly convoluted story. In fact, it's pretty much just the pitch of the game mm-hmm. that Warrior Spartan yep. gets tricked into by Zeus, gets tricked into um, uh, doing Zeus's ill will, yeah, uh, and basically gets tricked into killing his own family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Kratos, our wonderfully angry uh, protagonist, when he gets uh, all annoyed about it mm-hmm. and vows his revenge, the ashes of his dead family get bound to his skin, along with two spinny, stabby swords called yeah. the, the, the Blades of Chaos. Yeah. Um, 
that's all you need to know. That's all we're told, really. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll I, I am 100% in. Start everything I can. <laughs> you yeah. son of a bitch, I'm in. Son of a bitch, I'm in. It's so good. <laughs> and you start going. And for, for PS2, the, the scale of everything that goes on is great. It does a great yeah. job of just pulling the camera out and still, you're still playing. Yeah. Um, and still spinning and stabbing shit mm. with like two button uh, combos. Yeah. Um, but then it pulls out and shows you this massive, like, not even boss, because most of the big bosses are even more massive. Yeah. Um, but these are just, like, large obstacles that you have to, to spin and stab and yeah. cut the shit up. So yeah. the first the first part you get is, is the Hydra, basically. Uh, and a little bit of a puzzle. Which, You've got to try and figure out yeah. its attack patterns and stab it in the head it's, with big spikes. It's probably one of my favorite, like, kind of just, like, gaming tutorial like first mm-hmm. levels just to show you like the scale of this game and yep. like what it's trying to achieve and you take on a hydra it's totally. <laughs> yeah it's absolutely fantastic yeah uh and then you spin and stab your way through the rest of the whole thing yeah but what god of war gets is done right so far is so so well is is narratively mm-hmm. it keeps pushing you forward it gives you these nice um flashbacks yeah it's steeped in greek mythology yeah. um it's um so, uh, like the, the the camera direction and the cinematography is absolutely amazing. Yeah. In that, again, you've got these solid environments that you're 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 going through. Um, mm-hmm. but it can pull in. It can go really close in. Sometimes yeah. it goes a little bit two D. Yeah. Um, and you've got unbelievably good, like genuinely good puzzle rooms. Yeah. Things that you, sometimes you've got to like try and, and you'll die a lot. It's a very much a trial and error kind of style game. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you've got to get from one side of the room to the other side of the room yeah. and figure out what to stand on and what not to. And mm-hmm. oh, the floor will open up and it's it's made of blades and spikes as well. Oh, and yeah, it's absolutely amazing from for doing that. And in one of my favorite gaming moments is the whole Pandora's kind of box yeah, yeah. part of that game where it's just mental. It's just absolutely brilliant. And again, mm-hmm. very. Um, uh, very Metroidvania, yeah, where yeah. you you can't get to a certain place before you've gone and done these other things, and then mm. you get the power up, and now you're able to go and do the other things. Yeah. Um, classic video gaming brought forwards. Um, again, very simple. Mm. It's it's not reinventing the wheel. It's not like super duper three D, no, uh, or anything like that. We've seen this kind of style, but in the same way as as Resident Evil, they can make it look beautiful mm. because it's not overly taxing the machine or the, yeah. the engine, and it is just utterly amazing it's mm. brutally violent mm-hmm. uh, and that's something that just it gets famous for so it just oh, yeah. keeps doing that on and on and on especially there's moments in three oh yeah um that you're just punching some dude in the face and it doesn't tell you to stop <laughs> it doesn't tell you to stop so you don't stop you can stop at any time but yeah you, just you can yeah going. but you just keep going <laughs> yeah oh man just brilliant yeah i love this game so so much i've not played it for absolutely ages mm. and again to kind of mirror your your um your conversation about Resident Evil 2, this is one that did get remade, not as the exact game, but it, it got taken out of the, the top-down fixed camera spinny shit that we saw in um, the original God of War, and yeah. then God of War 2018 mm-hmm. goes into a more standard third-person behind-the-shoulder camera. Yeah. And I think it lets itself down a little bit because of it. If it came out and it was called something else, and it was this kind of genre, and I would have gone, oh, it reminds me of God of War. I, I would have enjoyed it so much more, uh, mm. I think. Something that um, yeah, yeah. Like Horizon Zero Dawn did. Yeah. You know, it, it it did something. It was, you know, took it forwards. It, it could have been in any kind of mythology. Yeah. It was 
standard kind of like third person action game uh, yeah. action exploring game but I don't know for me it, God of War loses something in uh, that and maybe that's the idea I don't know <laughs> like so uh, my my experience with God of War is that um, like I have played the original trilogy uh, I've I can't remember which ones I finished. It's been so long, like really, really so long. But I do remember enjoying my time with them. Um, and uh, but I was when it came to hack and slash, like games yeah. and action games, I was Devil May Cry through and through. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that was that was my absolute jam. And I, I think main, mainly because like it was like Devil May Cry one was um, was originally uh, Resident Evil four at one point. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but see, okay. but but they developed like um they like went too far in an action orientated direction of it and made mm-hmm. the protagonists like so cool and like um yeah so uh they were like no like it's still a great idea let's just make it its own thing yeah so uh so yeah like devil may cry was my kind of sort of jam but like i i did enjoy god of war i loved how angry kratos was I love I love the fact that like uh, like my knowledge of like Greek mythology and stuff like that like came uh, like I was like oh yeah that's um, like yeah, remember that's names Poseid- and the, yeah that's Poseidon that's uh, like Athena that's all that kind of stuff and uh, yeah like uh, but uh, yeah it didn't hook me the same way I think is God of War two thousand eight and oh, yeah. I and I think I don't know I I just think like maybe because the original didn't like. Like if I was a bigger fan of the originals, then I think I probably wouldn't have liked uh, twenty eighteen as much as I did. But yeah, uh, yeah. but there's something about twenty eighteen, and I like I will probably say this, uh, and you'll probably disagree, but I actually think that's mm-hmm. the it is the best PS4 game by a country mile. Oh, of that ge- of oh, that no, that's interesting of that generation in PlayStation, that is the best. That's now that is yeah podcast number two hundred seventeen. <laughs> Uh, in itself, what is the best game of the PS4 generation? Yeah. That is, yeah, I would say I would objectively oh, say God really? of War. Yeah, I would objectively say God of War. Now we're we talking exclusives, or Ex- uh, I'd say exclusives, but at the same time, I probably would say like it's probably better than oh, other stuff. Red Dead, Red Dead Two. Well, that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Whoa! Because <laughs> PlayStation Four is really hard. Because like I, I've been with that generation ever since the start. I mm-hmm. uh, like uh, maybe I was like a couple of months out and stuff like that, but I was pretty much like from the start of its generation to the end of its generation. Yep. So yep. I had like so many gaming moments and stuff like that during it. But yeah. Um, Last yeah. of Us Two, yeah, I like I, it, it, oh, uh, yeah. it's it's yes. This is so. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't, uh, don't make us don't make us do this. Let's just talk about the original you know God of War. <laughs> I think we, we should maybe get Rass on board with this because um, oh, oh, he would he nasty. would argue. I, I think he would maybe argue um, that Horizon might be the best exclusive. Might be. Uh, I know he, he absolutely loves Horizon. Horizon, um, Horizon's great. It's just I would maybe say. Red Dead Two. You say Red Dead Two. I would probably say God of War. Okay, there's a yeah. conversation here. There, there's, a, there's, like, there's a huge, there's, a there's a huge conversation in terms of like, yeah, yeah. I, I will get into it because uh, I could be here until um, until the early hours of the morning. But uh, yeah, well, um, yeah. So let's go. Um, let's go back to God of War. Original God of okay. War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so uh, just uh, out of curiosity, so what elevates one over two and three in terms? I of... I think it's. 
Yeah, I, I, I yeah. do think because again, objective, objectively, um, you know, graphics get better, mm-hmm. things get bigger. I mean, the, the intro to two with the, um, oh, the big gold bastard coming at you. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Colossus. Do they call him just Colossus? Oh, the, uh, there's, a, there's the Colossus is the start of three, isn't it? That's the start of three. Okay, there's, there's, yeah, yeah. You're going through, you're going through. I think Athens, uh, and there's the big, big gold fucker coming after you. Um, and again, yeah, everything gets bigger, everything gets prettier. Yeah. Um, I think it's just there's something, there's something about a raw capture of a first, first album or a first film of a trilogy or a first game in a of a, of a series that yeah it can't yeah. be can't be recaptured in yeah. any way, shape, or form. I, I think I think games are the games are the rare exception to that rule sometimes in terms of like I think there are more sequels to games that are better than the original. Um, yeah, yeah. Because technology advances, graphics advance, and stuff like that, storytelling becomes better, uh, yep. gameplay becomes more innovative, and stuff like that. But like, like you're saying, like uh, there's there's very like there's uh, like objectively, Empire Strikes Back, I'd say is better than A New Hope. But yeah. uh, and uh, I can't think of any other kind of like sequel. Like maybe you can argue Aliens is better than Alien, and you can argue that Terminator Two is better than Terminator One. Um, yeah. Even though I love those first original ones, and this is it. Yeah, tricky with those. Tricky because it goes yeah. from the the small to the the big grandiose. Yeah. Um, whereas, I, yeah, yeah, some some games like yeah, I, th- I they, think they I think games a pattern, but they get tighter. Yeah. They get they yeah. get better. They're I, more I th- refined. Yeah, I think games are it's easier for a game to make a better sequel than it is for a film or yeah, an album yeah, yeah. so uh I, yeah but yeah, that's but, why yeah but something something about like an original kind of thing like yeah. like like you mentioned yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so like, the definitely. first time you do something like like gta 3 being yeah uh, that, that's objectively why the best that yeah. that's why it's my favorite uh, because it was my first foray into that and stuff like that. even though i acknowledge that vice city and san andreas are both superior games to three but three's still my favorite yeah yeah totally this is exactly yeah. it this is it um and sometimes it's the first first thing you hear of that genre so like i don't know i think personally i think maybe black albums metallica's best album Ooh, yeah however I, I would i mean that was how i found them yeah it was it, well i i actually found them through snm did you? Oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I was I was quite late to it actually, but um, but yeah, um, but the first song I liked was "Nothing Else Matters" from that album, yep. um, and uh, yeah, so Black Album for that. Yeah, 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 totally. However, yeah, is it their best album? Not necessarily. It's not my fa- it- It's not my favorite, but it's bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> it is bloody good. It's a bloody good album. Yeah. Um, so there we are. God of War, the original God of War. Yeah. Um, it can't be touched with with regards to so many yeah. amazing video game kind of tropes of being over the top. Yeah, uh, a great narrative actually. Yeah, um, fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Just oh my god of war! Just absolutely fantastic. Oh my god of war! <laughs> uh, I like. I really want to go back and play the originals again. Just just because it's been so long. And well, now you've reminded me yeah. uh, that I can get a, an HD version of that. I will go and find it. You can find it pretty cheap online. Yes. yes. Yeah. Just on disc. Yeah, just on disc and stuff like that. But um, yeah, your uh, PlayStation 3s are really good in terms of like you could buy American copies and they'll work, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah.
Now it's time to check out some leaks, news and rumours surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. Now we're not going to be breaking any headlines, we're not even going to be well informed, but hey, we've got the microphones, so you have to listen. Now, in the last couple of days, uh, we heard from the Sony. Um, the Sony. Sony has done something. The Sony. Yep. Uh, and they've done something that we speculated on a little while ago, I think. Yes. Uh, or at least kind of put on our wish list. Um, and that's yeah. a, a new VR hat. Yay! Exciting, Yay exciting, exciting stuff. I had the absolute pleasure at uh, New Year to try the Oculus Quest 2. Oh, interesting. um, Yeah, our friends brought it over for New Year. uh, So played a bit of Beat Saber, uh, played a bit of super hot uh, VR. And it's awful, awful tempting to buy one of those VR hats. And uh, mainly because I really want to play Resident Evil 4 in VR. And also when San Andreas comes out, I want to play that too. But, But I think I always had it in my head that I would go for the PlayStation VR at some yeah. point and with them announcing this new one uh, then I think I might just might just focus my efforts and uh, go for that one well it's, it's got some really interesting stuff yes um, now I've not used the first VR hat mm-hmm. um, however they've got the new sense controls yes um, which if they are anything like the dual sense uh, triggers and controller itself could be quite exciting indeed mm-hmm. you know I might imagine like actual tactic like, like haptic feedback yeah and, just a, proper yeah like yeah so just like imagine firing a gun and stuff like that like the haptic triggers feel awesome like it's it's it yeah. feels like when they announced haptic triggers and stuff like that it's like it feels like a novelty but like they were saying it's like this controller will simulate uh you running on like water and it'll feel different from running on like like grass or mm-hmm. or mud or whatever and stuff like that and each gun would feel different in terms of like the trigger and stuff like that and it's totally true like it yeah. is unbelievably true like some uh, some like first person shooters i played on ps5 like with the haptic triggers have been like it's like it gets tiring a little bit on the finger but apart from that like it just <laughs> it just it adds a little bit more to it which is very very cool yeah I think stuff like that is yeah. truly the next generation or the next step into um, into gaming. I mean, graphics are going to get so far, and my, it's going to kind of come into my next point as well. But graphics are only going to get so far, yeah, so soon. You yeah, know, I think we've hit a little bit of a plateau with with how good things can kind of look. Um, now that yeah. we're getting, because basically the next kind of step is physics, and that and to simulate physics like that, mm. you're either NASA, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> or you've broken the world you've broken the universe's physics in yeah. which case nasa want to to hire you yeah um or it, it, it's just implementing things like ray tracing and, and how light yeah. reacts and stuff to, to fool us into thinking ha. that things are real but yeah. i think genuine feedback is yeah. something that's going to come yeah uh have you seen uh or have you heard anything about the the unreal 5 tech demo uh the matrix awakens so this was going to be my next kind of point. Now, okay. with things like the eye tracking, yeah, uh, and they said some other like um, like sensory kind of yeah. like things. So I don't I don't know if it's going to be like 4D in the cinema where you get like jets of air blasting <laughs> past your face with bullets and stuff. I mean that would be really cool, but yeah. um, I don't think they would they would yeah. go that far. But it could be you know it could have water canisters in there. So yeah, yeah. if you go splashing through puddles, um, if we could get something as spankingly gorgeous as that Matrix demo. Yeah. I mean... In VR. In VR. Now, yeah. the Sony and the Rockstar... Yeah. The Rockstar use Sony as their, their marketing platform at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
everything's you know sponsored by or, or or in conjunction with this is how they do their their wee announcements and stuff like that so yeah do you reckon there could be a a wee partnership there possibly do you reckon either san andreas could come to console but yeah sony first um i think since it's been announced for the quest to like that's going to be its launch platform um mm-hmm. i i think it probably will come to playstation um but it might be a while after the quest because yeah. i mean why would they announce it for the quest if the ps2 one was maybe just a few months away from announcing yeah, yeah. i don't know That's, maybe it's just part of yeah. of uh meta's kind of please like us yeah please we're not evil corporation <laughs> please Here, have grand theft Auto. yeah uh, <laughs> uh but yeah no like if um like if rockstar continued like their kind of like partnership they have with sony then um yeah that could open like huge possibilities for gta 6 in terms mm. of what it could do in first person do you think it would be up to that matrix matrix kind of demo i mean is this why it's taking so long are they wanting to make a 60 hour epic of that kind of because i mean that just looks like real life the the matrix thing like i i downloaded and i played it and uh i it was unreal like yeah like excuse the pun but it was truly truly unreal like um when they switched between uh keanu's like actual uh like normal face to the cg face and i was like there's no difference like there's Mm -hmm. really really Mm -hmm. no difference and like actually roaming about the world and stuff like that like uh what you can do in it like it's it is a tech demo Uh, you like you're basically running around you can pick you can get cars you can drive about the city and stuff like that but like um yeah the way like light hits everything the way like physics move and way things work in that engine is just oh it's yeah (laughs) it's it's unreal (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i can't i can't really say much more about it and uh yeah it's um it got me got me really hyped for whatever they plan to do with unreal 5 so it's unreal 5 that's running that yeah it's it's unreal 5 that's running things like the mandalorian and yeah so yeah all the the, boba fett yeah all the kind of um cgi stuff that's in there is all on real five and if you've seen the latest episode of boba fett or have you yeah yes uh the huts oh like they were cgi and i was like oh my god they look so good (laughs) and it's a tv show (laughs) yeah this is it yeah it gets to the point where i'm not 100 percent sure what is and what isn't cgi yeah you you guess that they are and i'm hoping yeah that there's a moment where we go and visit them again and they've built two puppets where 17 people oh i oh i hope they do that like uh but like the way they moved and everything like that it felt like just like seeing the massive puppet of jabba and uh it was it was that was great and uh but like all the kind of like all the sets, all the kind of like everything they managed to do in the volume and stuff like that, all running on Unreal Five, and uh, yeah, it's just that's insane. Like and real time, yeah, real time as well. All real time, yeah. They can move stuff around if the shot doesn't quite look right. Yeah, with a rock in the background, they yeah. can move that rock to somewhere else and yeah. just make it, it just fantastic, yeah. just utterly fantastic. And that means that potent there's the potential, yeah, for us to walk around those worlds because they already exist in Unreal, yeah. Um, now, another little kind of thought creeped into my little <laughs> GTA-loving brain mm-hmm. in that, um, and maybe it's not the best kind of demo for it, but the trilogy, the definitive edition, was all done in Unreal. Yes, it was, yeah, Unreal 4. Now, do we think that that was partly a tech 
experiment to see how they could run a lot of things in Unreal, getting it ready to run uh, like the Matrix demo or like like a VR hats? Maybe. Uh, I can see that San Andreas, when it gets released on the Oculus Quest, will be mm-hmm. running in Unreal 4. Yeah. And it will be the definitive edition version of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, with, uh, with the updates that they have done recently for the definitive edition, uh, San Andreas is looking great, man. It's looking really, really good. I uh, I've left it for a couple of weeks yeah. um, just to let, let it catch up because yeah. I know the first couple of uh, updates and I'm, I keep seeing things. Although yeah. over Christmas, I've ignored a lot of um, kind of social medias and stuff and just, yeah, just got myself a little break. Yeah. Um, yeah, good man. But I've been seeing little things popping up and just yeah. going, oh, look, look at these differences between day one and now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. Things, yeah. Are, things are coming along nicely. Things are coming along really nicely. And I'm I like, I, I'm still plying my way through San Andreas and I, I'm enjoying my time. I do like a couple of missions here, there and stuff like that. But yep. uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's really, really getting there. Boom. I might, uh, I might fire it up this yep. weekend and have a go. Um, Beth keeps on getting trips offshore changed. So whenever she goes, oh, I'm offshore next week, I'm like, oh, what a shame. San Andreas, <laughs> Oh, what a shame. Uh, <laughs> order a pizza. And then yay. she's like, oh, it's been cancelled. Uh, I'm going to have to be at home next week. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for that one. Um, that's... Uh, and I've also like I, I've also got that the last part of that Beatles documentary. If you've not been watching it on Disney Plus, I know I've not been watching it. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh my it's, god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Yeah. They they put like they bugged like plant pots and stuff in the cafeteria. So when John and Paul go off to have a little talk about stuff, yeah, they bugged it. They, you can hear what they were talking oh, about. Wow. Um, and it's fascinating i call it the yoko ono simulator because okay. you're basically sitting watching a band rehearse in their rehearsal room yeah kind of like kind of like uh yoko uh, <laughs> would have seen for many a year but um, yeah, yeah. It's, and there's stuff that said that's just like mind-blowing it's yeah. so cool so cool. uh no i'll um, have to give it a watch dude it's many a many hour yeah uh, it's about three hours an episode two and a half three hours an episode three episodes wow. it's peter jackson what do you expect oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> of course and then there'll he be an ex- how edit <laughs> There's no such thing as a cutting room floor for him. <laughs> nope, no, no. So, um, yeah. where did we get to? Uh, VR, hat, Unreal. Um, ah, yeah, the new games look yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yes, they do. I, 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 so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back in and uh, yeah. sit down and plow, plow through more of those and, and put more time in. Yeah. Um, now that we're we're back in the the real world and not in a winter wonderland, a winter wonderland, which was always it, which was great. It was good. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice to switch off from everything. Yeah, it was nice to like get away for a couple of weeks and uh, yeah, just like not think about work and uh, yeah. just um, catch up on a few things and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, very much, very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. Yeah, new VR hat from from Sony, which. Yeah, I'm quite tempted with. Yeah, I, um, I think I will invest in that one. And with GTA taking that step forward into the the Unreal, yeah, and Unreal Five looking, yeah, spanking gorgeous. Yep, we could be in for something quite special with GTA Six. Yeah, if that's the way it goes, yeah, not going to be mad at it. Yeah, I think I think like I think they might just try have to go completely VR. Well, not completely VR, but like I give you the option of VR. Yeah, like, yeah, very much. Uh, very much. And like the, you can see that uh, like first person works for GTA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and again, I think that's maybe little bits getting implemented. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rockstar very much seem like they 
well, we know that they, they put in little parts into one game yeah. and then expand on it the next yeah. game. Um, we've seen that ever since essentially GTA 3. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they pull back on some things and sometimes they, they, they expand on things, you know. Yeah. We, we recently talked about Ballard Gatoni getting the, um, like the mission... Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, ranking. Yeah, uh, you know the the different challenges and rankings for those, and then really pushing into GTA Five with that. Yeah. Um, then GTA Five gets the the first person. So are they going to push forward into Interview. more first person slash VR? Um, VR. Yeah. Oh, I, I can. Could be. I, I can. I, I can see that. I can see that. And uh, yeah, too. I thought I think I'd have to play through normally on just third person usual kind of stuff then give first person a wee shot or just dive straight into VR well this is it this I mean we mentioned earlier that for me God of War was a, a top down slasher not yeah. a, a third person uh, action adventure yeah, yeah. Um, and when the the second part of the GTA 5 trilogy came out yeah. um, and it was uh, it gave first person I only yeah. played first person up until the second the trophy popped yeah, yeah. and went straight back into third person because for me that's that's what Grand Theft Auto is yeah yeah of course um, it. but yeah. it could be quite nice yeah. it could be quite nice to drive around that city in first person especially as I like to drive yeah uh, in, third, in first person so that's good that's you good, good. alright that kind of brings us nicely into um, what we were going to talk about today as a re-feature um, in that we know Rockstar implements some things and there was uh, some rumours, some insiders saying that the um, Cayo Perico heist was uh, a tester, a tester bed for the implementation of DLC uh, and new content coming toward uh, GTA. And then at the end of the year, we get yep. a huge uh, update to, to online yep. with some fantastic DLC uh, featuring yeah. everyone's favourite protagonist, yeah. Mr. Franklin. Uh, I thought you were going to say Dr. Dre. He's my favorite protagonist. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Dr. Dre. Yay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. That, that that surprised me. That, that really surprised me um, in terms of like actually coming out with some like single player focused DLC yeah. for online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not just that. Um, yeah. I mean, fair enough, it has some some big names attached to it. Not only everyone's favourites, uh, Franklin and Lamar. Yeah. Um, and we got a part two of Franklin, of, of sorry, uh, we got part two of Lamar roasting Franklin, yeah. um, which is great. And we'd love to see through um, PlayStation Haven, uh, through the, the guys who did it before, um, see that done in real life as well. Yeah. Um, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was tons and tons of stuff there was uh, huge billboards all across um, Times Square yeah. um, there was there's TV spots I saw it on TV yeah. the other night and it just mm-hmm. jumped out of nowhere in the middle of coach trip uh, yeah. and I'm sitting there watching <laughs> watching Brendan going around Portugal uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden GTA comes on my TV I was like what this is this yeah. is absolutely huge um, yeah. I'm going to have one gripe at it yeah. and that is you have to play in a public lobby Yeah, and that's the oh, that's the most annoying part if I could play in a single lobby mm-hmm. and then you know, stuff was was dripped in, and you know, yeah. additional content came in, and I could just play Grand Theft Auto with yeah. my my uh, avatar, yeah, uh, and and include a couple of friends, yeah. Brilliant, that yeah. would be absolutely fantastic. But the fact that it's a public lobby, yeah, and that adds the random uh, or the the unfortunate nature of GTA Online, and that is dickheads. Um, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, it's going to put me off playing any of those going forward. And it was yeah. fun because I, I jumped on with Fritz, played a yeah. little bit of it. Yeah, it great fun. 
But then we jumped out of a mission and yeah. I was just like, right, okay, what do we do? Bang, oh, I'm dead. I've just been blown up. Fantastic. Great stuff. Uh, great. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, so you thinking like um, like in terms of like, is this going to be a precursor for what like, like the stuff for GTA 6 might be in terms of like DLC and like expansions to stories and everything like that? Like, is it all going to be done through online? Is online just going to evolve in terms of like, um, is like, is there always going to be GTA online and it like, uh, it'll just get better graphics and stuff like that as it goes on to match up with what six will be. Yeah. 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 I think I, I so I, what I hope for is, is they run in parallel. Yeah. Um, if this is how we get DLC going forward, uh, yeah. or episodes from or additional content, yeah, that's that's absolutely fine, absolutely yeah. great. Um, I would love the option to play by myself uh, in a closed, yeah, you know, lobby. I guess it takes away from the the idea that it's online. Yeah, it doesn't have to be online. I could just download it myself. Yep. Um, if they're trying to build a narrative to bridge toward GTA Six, yeah, brilliant. That would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I hope it's not how we get GTA 6, though. No. No. GTA I still want a disc with 60 hours on it. Yeah. Uh, GTA 6 will be an event. It will be oh, an event. Goodness, yeah. yeah. And it will be, like, there'll be so much hype behind it. There'll be midnight openings. There'll be queues to God knows where, to the moon, yep. probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in spice. In spice. And, um, yeah, like, it they they can't like not do that like they really cannot do like i think it's 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 really hard to to see the the kind of money i don't know what they make from shark cards but i i I remember was it 500 million they made in the first weekend of of gta 5 coming out there's no chance that they're hitting that level of revenue over the over that time but i I think what it is interesting i've not I've not checked on this for quite a while, but up until the you know when I was listening to, um, I think it was PS uh, PS I love you XOXO when it was yeah. uh, just before Moriarty left. Um, yeah, uh, kind of funny. They did the the like the sales uh, figures each week, and GTA Five was consistently in the top ten yeah. of either digital or physical releases. Yeah, and therefore, if you're selling those at yeah. thirty to fifty quid a pop. Um, of course you're making huge amounts of money um, off of that and maybe that's part of the problem is that GTA 5 just will not die Um, (laughs) and it is the price of entry to get into GTA Online Um, now whether that's going to be different it's been a while since I've looked into it but are they separating GTA Online and GTA 5 can you now Uh, buy them separate or do you get it free for a little while not, not just now but they've done it with Red Dead so Red Dead Online is a separate thing now uh, you okay, can so you ju- can just you, download that. You can just download that, and it, I think it was about Fiverr or something like that, and um, you can jump into Red Dead Online. Uh, but yeah, um, as far as I know, I I think, isn't it going to happen with the PS5 version of GTA V? That was my understanding, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, so that I think finally there's a definitive edition of this game coming out, yeah. and then hopefully they'll put it to rest, because <laughs> yes, I'll buy GTA V. Uh, and yes, I will love every second of it. And I will buy a shiny new PS5 and I'll spend hundreds of pounds on the TV I'm gonna just bu- for the pleasure. I'm going to buy it again. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to buy it again. This is the yeah, thing. I cannot yeah. wait to do that again. Yeah, like I, I am I am really hoping to see because like 
I don't know, like, where, because it's been pushed back and stuff like that, uh, like, I don't know whether they, that reveal trailer and stuff like that, uh, like, um, it's given them a bit more time to kind of polish it up a wee bit more or something yeah. like that. But yeah, um, no, I'm just excited to see what they add to it, really, to be honest. Yeah. 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 We we don't know what the expansions or the enhancements are. Enhancements. Just yet. <laughs> the enhancements. That's Sean Connery saying his favourite 90s uh, Mbop band. Yeah. Enhancements. Enhancements. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> it's getting late. It's only yes. 20 past nine. It's getting I late. I know. I know. I know. I was up at... That's a fit. I had my booster the other day, and I'm feeling oh, just. I I got wake up. Yeah, I got mine uh, just before Christmas. Uh, I just yes. walked into. Uh, oh, sorry, just walked into uh, Inverurie, and I was like, "Yeah, boost me up." Yeah, boost me up. <laughs> so this they gave me a little boost. Expand on hands. This is it. We were, we were lucky we walked right in, but yeah. I did have a sore arm, and then this morning I was just like, nope, no, no, I'm just going to go back to sleep until I feel like waking up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like um, like my arm was really sore, but I think that was because the nurse was a bit actually rough with it. <laughs> she just jabbed it in my arm. I was like, ah! ah. There you go. <laughs> Done. The, the, the chips keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I know. But uh, the signal I'm getting now, man, is just unreal. It's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just brilliant. Walking yeah. down the road, listening to the radio the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, original one is Thanks. <laughs> uh, NECR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm even picking up fever. Cool. So yeah, um, yeah. I think I think I think we're going to see more of this, um, and I hope I hope really we see more of this as well. Um, yeah, especially for people who've been looking for something big. Um, but I do hope that this is not the new model that we're going to see. No. Because um, this has been critically acclaimed, and, and quite rightly so. Um, yeah, definitely. And great to see some of the, the, the big players come yeah. back into it. You know, the, the main kind of characters come back into it. Uh, and yeah. it'd be great to see um, if anybody else gets brought back. Um, mm-hmm. Michael? Because... I think the uh, the canon ending has been sorted out, hasn't it? Yes, it has actually. That that happened over uh, like when we stopped, didn't it? It did. Yeah, that, that yeah. everybody was kind of playing, and then so, I mean, so something's mentioned, isn't it? Yeah. So C C's the canon ending. Uh, which one was C? Uh, everyone lives. No. Oh no! I- I'm sure it's everyone lives. Oh. I am sure. Maybe I got this wrong. I am sure the canon ending is C because why wouldn't it be anything else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh God! Live googling. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm live so Google. Live Google. Actually, get an an actual Google up. Um, Canon ending GTA Five. Third option. Okay. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, the fuck was I reading? That somebody somebody said that Trevor yeah. Trevor died. Trevor died was the real one. Uh, so third option uh, GTA 5 players can pick is that all three main characters survive. And this has long been assumed that it is the canon ending. It has now been more or less confirmed by the GTA Online contracts update uh, that indeed the canon ending, uh, that is the canon ending for 5. So um, I think things that are said in the in the contracts DLC... I think confirm it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Michael is in fact alive and well, working as a music movie producer. Yeah, yeah. 
I know one of the producers around here. I hope his last name working today. Yeah, uh, this could be a reference to Michael, who can be a movie producer. Yeah, the contract was this: that um, Franklin went with option three and helped Trevor and Michael become free men. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was I was sure that it was the third one because <laughs> it, it had to be the third it had one. To, had to be the third one. Who in who in the right mind would have done anything else? No, as their first playthrough, as their like yeah. actual one, rather than going for trophies and seeing all yeah. the and stuff. Yeah, and even then, it felt dirty. It just felt awful, didn't it? <laughs> Not good. Yeah, I'm Not gonna do. It. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it on my VR one. I'm gonna kill both of them. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like putting the putting the special cheat, just actually going around rampage and kill both of them. <laughs> Fuck you like that? You're Lester. both useless. That's <laughs> <laughs> Franklin's world now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. my that's my canon ending. Yeah. Uh, that's the way it should be. <laughs> Frankly, Franklin just takes out both of them. All right, Gary and I have been down to our local Twat Cafe where we've checked our inbox and we've had an email from Switch Player for Life. Um, Switch Player says, uh, seeing GTA on the shelves and shops is a great to see. Do you think the physical release? is there to keep retail on side, having moved to an online model? That's a really interesting question. I was, I was walking around the shops the other day as well, um, yeah. and I saw just like the end of a shelf that was just all GTA, uh, and I genuinely got excited. I was like, oh! I was like, oh, well, I already yeah. have it. Yeah, I already have it. I'll probably yeah. buy uh, it but, physically at some point, but... Um, yeah, I, I think I will. Like, I'm, I think I'm kind of waiting for the actual, like, if they are going to do like a PS5 yes. like version of it, because that's the version I have, yeah. um, and probably wait for it to come down in sale and stuff like that, just until I can... Get a physical box. But, yeah, fuck uh, you, yeah. Rockstar. You've got enough money. <laughs> you've got enough of our money. Stop it. Stop bullying <laughs> us, Rockstar. Stop it. <laughs> As they're just shaking our legs upside exactly. down. That is exactly what's happening right now. Rockstar yeah. have me by my digital ankles and are yeah. shaking me for everything that's fallen out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, like it's. Oh, it's a it's a it's a hard it's it's a hard scary world we live in, <laughs> and is. Uh, it is. yes, it is uh, with uh, with uh, COVID around every corner, and uh, yeah, and um, yeah, with the transition of everything becoming a bit more online and everything mm-hmm. like that, the advancements of technology, the ease of having digital, yeah, like um, like I I swore off. I swore off Spotify for years. Yep. Yeah, yeah, me too. Years and years and years. And I was like, no, I'm still buying physical CDs. I like having the physical object. I like having the tangible thing. I like looking at the, the inlays for the, for the CDs. I like any kind of special editions if they've got like bonus DVDs and stuff like that. Uh, And I'm going to carry around my portable CD player and Mm -hmm. listen to albums like that. And then, um, Then obviously, like things became a bit more digital, and like I got an iPod and everything like that, and had more songs to listen to, more choice, and everything like that. And as soon as I got Spotify and started paying for Spotify, um, I have never looked back. Uh, I still, I still make the effort to buy physical CDs um, for albums that I like, Mm -hmm. and. Uh, for bands that I want to support, mm-hmm. in terms of like, uh, like not like bigger bands or anything like that, but I always will try and buy like a CD and a piece of merch and stuff like that yeah. with any kind of pre-orders if they've got for new albums. 
And uh, it's the same with games in terms of like I like having the physical version and uh, like having it on my shelf and stuff like that. Yeah. But the the ease of downloading yeah. something and having it straight there is fantastic as well. So like I'll, I'll I'm probably a dinosaur in the fact that like I will probably die in my old ways and stuff like that, buried under all the CDs and games that <laughs> you'll be and one of those DVDs and blue Blu-rays that I've hoarded. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure one day like they'll they'll probably all end up in storage at some point. Yep. But yep. um. But as it stands right now, I have like massive like racks of like cds and games and everything like that and displaying them and i love displaying my collections like it's very very cool and uh like it's nice going through them and stuff uh and like i still go into shops like uh if i can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, before the pandemic and everything like that yeah. like i still used to go into shops and just like peruse games and peruse dvds and stuff like yeah, that yeah. and uh yeah um yeah like it's nice seeing physical stuff in shops like uh, the closest I get now is Tesco's and in Veruti when I do the big shop. Yeah, yeah. I occasionally we'll go have a wee look, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> totally. And there's some really good stuff, like uh, Tesco club card prices for some of those. Like I got was it Back for Blood? Mm-hmm. I had vouchers, and I also had the Tesco club card thing. I got the game for eight pounds. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saucy. It's very, very, very cool. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I would love to support physical releases for as long as possible. And, um, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, but it's just where we are going to a digital, more digital world. And I yeah. think these last few years have really enforced that in and locked that in with the amount of like, like we can do, we can do work from home. We can, uh, we can shop from home. Can yeah. uh, stream things. We can uh, still have the kind of life that we used to have, just enclosed indoors. Like uh, it's and it's a scary thing because, like, going outside and everything like that. Go, physically going to the cinema to see a film yeah. um, and uh, stuff like that. Like I, I've only been twice. Uh, and uh, both times have been really good fun. <laughs> like, get, get back into it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and going to gigs and stuff like that. Like, uh, there's oh, nothing beats going to a gig, man. Like, uh, like the online gigs that bands have done over a pandemic and stuff like that, it's been really good to watch. Yep. And uh, like, uh, the amount of effort like some of these bands put into like uh, their online productions and stuff like that are superb. Uh, and like, if it's a band I want to support, like, I'll gladly pay like, uh, like a one time fee to watch that show yep. and stuff like that yeah, since yeah. it's a one off thing. Um, but nothing beats going to a game. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the things that I do. That's where I try and invest my money because I know that even even with CDs, but um, obviously streaming doesn't have a huge huge revenue for for music artists, and it's it's very hard. Yeah. Uh, and this was yeah. I, I had the same kind of approach to to Spotify in that um, I, I I think I said you know like it's great spending all that money for it but i want to see that being invested back into music uh, and then of course there was like live sessions and there was like exclusive to spotify or recorded by spotify for spotify and i, I, I started yeah, yeah. thinking all oh, right okay and it wasn't until i downloaded a free uh free trial of it uh, and i think i got yeah. premium for you know whoever it was a month or a week or whatever yeah um and i was walking around and i got a text message from a mate going oh hey go and check out this album so i clicked on the link and bang i was listening to the album i went yeah Son of a bitch, you've got my ten pound a month. That is un- <laughs> Son of a unbelievable. Yeah, that is yeah. so like, cool. But yeah, cu- yeah, custom 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 playlists 
fantastic. Uh, Daily mixes, yeah, phenomenal. Um, like, um, yeah, like listen to some daily mixes. Uh, like um, Discover Weeklies as well are yeah, phenomenal are. playlists. Like, uh, like chucks in a few songs you know, but then chucks in like related artists and stuff like that. You can I find discover so many cool bands. Yes, yeah, so many cool bands through that, and um, and we were doing this at New Year, and um, I like keep forgetting that we can do this. Is the fact that we joined like group sessions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start DJing yeah, together. And stuff like that. Yeah, and we just all DJs together, and we all chuck on songs that we want to do, and that that, that that's the playlist sorted for the whole night. <laughs> so cool. it's, it's great. It's really really cool. So like like it is going full digital and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I'd I'd like to try and support physical stuff for as long as possible <laughs> i think I, yeah i i think this is it and it, again it's maybe another cynical one but i mean purchasing ps5 i'm, I'm really between getting a, a, a discord or not because and there's again there's two things and this is again cynical and miserly but digital games are more expensive than a physical game yes yes and they are it's not that I, I begrudge that but i'll never really get that on sale in the same way i won't get my club card points towards it which i can do yep. at any supermarket or anything like that yeah and I also can't trade games in against them. Now, yeah. again, digitally, I would quite happily give up my license to X game that I played two years ago that I'll never touch again uh, that's kind yeah. of gathering digital dust. Um, yeah, for some for kind of... some some new game. I mean, that would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there's no... I guess there's no impetus to for, for Sony or, or, or Microsoft to do that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And they're sure as hell not going to outprice... The retail because they still need retail to sell their consoles um yeah exactly yeah so they're not going to make a digital game which is arguably it, it's not i was about to say cheaper to produce because there's no production in it, and there's still costs of having it up on a an oh, yeah. store and stuff like that yeah um, yeah exactly but like it's actually like physically printing stuff onto yeah. onto onto yeah. a disc onto shipping, game packaging and shipping all that kind of stuff yeah but yeah. you still need that game store, whatever it may be, to sell your hardware and to advertise your brand. So you're not going to yeah. outprice them. So, I mean, I'm going to spend 60 quid digitally just to download something. And, I, I mean, I've just upgraded my, my Wi-Fi and I can download about four gigabytes a minute. So, I mean, a 40 yeah. gigabyte, 50 gigabyte game is going to take me shit, like, no time at all. Um, yeah. Whereas it would have taken me overnight previously, kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah. I can get a game very, very quickly. Yeah. I don't know. I just... It's just one of those things that I think it was just very interesting. It was very almost nostalgic to see, and I, and I stopped and I went into to game the game shop game yeah. just to have a look at the the display for for GTA Definitive Edition because it just looked it just drew me in. I was like, oh, you know what yeah. is is this is this the future of of are we still in a physical world or everybody's been saying everybody thought that this generation was going to be discless. Uh, maybe it's next generation. You know, we're going to have to hold on to that that last disc playing machine yeah. uh, for as long as possible so yeah. I just I don't know I don't know it's just going to be a very yeah. interesting one it depends on yeah. the deployment it depends on cloud it depends on yeah. so many so many things so many things but like techno- technology is always yeah. advancing faster than the software so. that we download you know that's yeah, the thing exactly you know and that's just, we've spoken about like the posterity of, of older games and things you know the, the hardware stood still for an Atari or you know all mm-hmm. those old consoles but the software uh, advanced, or sorry, the, yeah, the software that the, the people want to run, so those old yeah. bits of hardware get left behind, uh, and that's yeah. what's so good. And I'm going to keep banging on about it. Go and buy a Switch if you yeah. want to buy a Switch. This is why the Switch is so good, is because some of the absolutely amazing games that potentially will be lost one day, the the very yeah. last edition of Zelda may that- <laughs> never be played again. Yeah. 
if it wasn't digitally preserved. Yeah, that that's 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 the one thing. Like, um, that's the one thing I hope. Like, uh, like Xbox have been phenomenal with this. Uh, Nintendo have been phenomenal with this. PlayStation, not so much in no. terms of like pre- preserving like old classics and stuff like that. Like the PS3 generation was really, really good in yeah, terms of yeah, like yeah. you had your PS1, your PS2, and your PS3 games you could download onto onto your console um maybe not so much ps2 because there wasn't that many ps2 games you could download but uh there were still some there but few. they're they're cu- they're coming back to like on the ps4 and you can download them on the ps5 i, I love the fact that like the ps5 is fully backwards compatible with the four yeah which is yeah. phenomenal and um yeah so i hope i hope they manage to preserve each generation of um of PlayStation, yeah. like yeah, yeah, going going forwards, like, and that's something that I would more than happily pay a little bit extra to my PlayStation Plus subscription in order to get these old games easily accessible and playing well on modern TVs. Yeah, totally. I think yeah. I think something like that needs to happen. Yeah, but for now, there's a nice warm, yeah. fuzzy feeling. Uh, yeah, when I saw Grand Theft Auto on a shelf, and I thought, you know what. Yeah. This is nice. I would like to see this. It again. is. It is nice. It is nice. Just, just think. Hopefully, hopefully, by the time GTA Six is out, there won't be any of this pandemic stuff anymore, mm-hmm. and we can all go to the midnight opening of GTA Six, wait in line, and pick up our physical copies of that game. Yes, we can run home like Charlie when he gets that golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Unless it does the yeah. same as, as last time, because it it didn't give you a start screen. It just went straight into the first uh, the first mission of GTA Five. So like yeah. whatever in the morning. By the time that me, Jimmy, and Ras got ourselves out of the pub, uh, yeah. and all of us had to leave each other in game uh, in yeah. the shop game because uh, we'd been drinking so much. <laughs> we were like, I need to go to the toilet. Go. I'm, I'm going to have to run back. So one by one, we all ran back just to relieve ourselves, and then there was there was pints on the table again. So uh, I, I played uh, that first mission a little bit worse for wear, but got up the next day nice no, and fresh with coffee, so it was fine. Good. Yeah, no, I, remember, I think I remember playing it um, like at uh, one, two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> that first mission, yeah. Just brilliant, just brilliant. Yep. Um, and then as soon as, as, soon as uh, Franklin and Lamar went to go and uh, repo some cars, I switched it off, and I was like, right, I'll come back yeah. to you. Come back to it. Yeah, I like. I, th- I thought I was like, that's a logical stopping point. I'm yeah. just gonna. Good night, GTA Five. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you very much, everybody, for downloading, liking, subscribing, sharing, uh, and getting in touch with us through all of the social medias. You can find us at Grand Theft Podcast on Instagram, at Grand Theft Pod on Twitter, and at Grand Theft Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, Gary, New Year, New Us, same old podcast. Yep. Same old podcast. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> that sounds good to me. That sounds good. Um, and of course, just remember, while other podcasts are in school, we're walking in the desert in our brand new robes that we got for Christmas. Keflom. Until next week, keep it six stars. Oh.